We publish student content in print, online, and over the air through Mason's student-run newspaper, television network, radio station, magazines, and literary journals. Reporter, designer, DJ, photographer, and news anchor are just a few of the exciting roles you can explore by getting involved in student media. For more information, you can follow us on studentmedia.gmu.edu or call us at 703-993-9745. You can email us at stumedia at gmu.edu. And we're back! Yo! Welcome back to the spotlight 2019-2020. Um I'm your I'm your host Aaron Escobar and I'm accompanied here by my lovely co-host. I'm Sarah May. <laughs> or Sarah May Dizon and we're doing full names <laughs> Um welcome back to the um to the new school year. Last semester we had started off this show uh, and we had done a few a few shows and it was a great experience and we really enjoyed um doing those shows. Um, but just to give you a quick rundown, if this is your first time listening in, this is a spotlight um, on WGMURadio.com. And what we do is we, every week, we highlight two of our favorite records, um, and we, we just talk about them. We play, we play some favorite songs from those records, and we just, we just talk about, about those songs and what they mean to us. So, um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. And today... The, f- the first record that we're going to do, the first record that I'm going to be talking about today is actually a mixtape that was dropped this year. Um, and it was by, and it's Blood Orange, Angel's Pulse. Um, so Blood Orange obviously came off of his uh, 2018 record, Negro Swan, a really great record. Um, one of my favorite records of the, the latter half of 2018. And um, yeah, it, it, it was really, it was really nostalgic, really great production. Um, and just, it really shows his identity hey, in that Aaron. record. I have a question for you. What's that question? What's the difference between a mixtape and like a record? How is this different from Negro Swan? So um, a mixtape, I mean, if if most, some of you don't know, is just like a a compilation of different songs, Um, songs that, um, you know, they didn't make it into a record or, um, yeah, so this is coming off of uh, a Negro Swan and Blood Orange says that he usually, what he does is he um, usually gives away his songs. So like to his friends or just like different like different um, musicians, but this time he felt like it was necessary to um, put it into like a mixtape and create it for his own. Yeah, but that's really a different the difference between a mixtape and, and an album. Album is just you know. Thank you. Yeah, I got a question for you. What? What was your what was your what has been your favorite record of 2019 so far? My favorite record of 2019. Bef- yeah, before we dive into to, to this show. I have to look like, do I have to look like I, pre- I like I didn't, I wasn't expecting this question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Um, uh, I have to say so far it's Arizona Baby Ooh. by Kevin Abstract. Um, there are a lot of like really great records. It's been an amazing year for music, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Arizona Baby is a is great like as a whole it's, it's mm-hmm. great as a whole project there have been a lot of other records where i've liked a lot of individual tracks but like i liked arizona baby i liked it a lot and um i'm a big fan of kevin abstract and you know <laughs> those those brockhampton boys yeah no it was it was, a, it, was a, it was a nice record i um i think holistically as a record it, it really came together um and i really i really enjoyed it too um but yeah well, what was what was your favorite record of 2019 so far? Oh man, I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna say um, my two favorite records so far has been two. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I just <laughs> no, hear me out. Hear me ahead, out. Hear me ahead, out. Go ahead. 
um, Igor mm-hmm. and Injury Reserved. Funny mm-hmm. enough, they were they were released on the same day, so that's pretty that's pretty funny. But coincidence? Coincidence? Um, no, but those those were my two favorite re- has been my two favorite records so far this year. Um, Igor just because it um, it's almost like his. It's almost like Tyler's magnum opus. I don't know. I feel like it's, and oh. I, I, that might be like a, a like a, um, hot take. a hot take. But um, I really think this is like what Tyler has always wanted to become, and I, he's always said it in his interviews too. Like his current interviews, he had an interview with Zane Lowe, and he was like, "Yeah, like this is like this is what he's always wanted to produce to do something like this," and just to hear like the production and like you can hear it, different elements of like. Um, you know, like synth pop and and R and B, old school R and B, and and um, and like for example, on on his on his song, I think you can hear like different, almost a similar production to like Kanye Stronger. I know a lot of people keep saying that, but um, you can hear a little bit of it, and it's pretty cool. Um, I think has been my favorite record, and in terms of Injury Reserve, I think the guest list on on that on that record is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you have JPEG Mafia, um, so you have good. Freddie Gibbs. Rico um, Nasty. Rico on that album, and I don't know it's a great, it's a great record. Um, really great songs as well, and just an, uh, keep an eye out for those records that we might be talking later on. Yeah, who knows? So. Maybe they'll show up. <laughs> They're also explicit, so um, yeah, we're not allowed to show explicit things on the. On but the, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it we'll, out. We'll figure it don't out. worry. But um, yeah. So that's how our summers have been. We're just l- listening to music and just you know. Tweet at us. Tell us about your your yeah. summer picks. Um, yeah. at Ultra Dog two thousand four. <laughs> Yeah, with that being said, we're going to jump right into um, Angel's Pulse's first um, song that, that we're going to play is called Dark and Handsome, and it's future um, Tori Moi, so I hope you enjoy it. Forever, and I told you everything you need to know that's not true. Lying to myself because it hurts you. Waiting for the simple taste to come through. I've been known to hide within my own walls. Jewelry in my eyes so that I don't fall. Up to higher prices and escape with all my eyes intact for who am I to kid? Got a flesh and yeah, I'm still kicking. So I wasn't just my own stupid. Oh, 
Um, so that record is a, or that's the second song off of the off of the off of the record, um, and it's um, it really holds a lot of themes about just grief, um, death, and, and suicide. Uh, Blood Orange, and just as like recent interviews, just talked a lot about like just losses that he had in in 2018. Um, he lost a friend to suicide, and he lost another friend to. Um, he lost Mac Miller um, last year, and so the the song is really sort of that. It really sort of like just like the grief on um, that he is experiencing, and it came out as that song. I don't know if you have anything to add. I would recommend reading the lyrics to mm-hmm. the song. I feel like there's a lot um, that's sort of lost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like a really fast song, and, yeah. and actually, yeah. there's a lot like packed into the lyrics. So mm-hmm. I would. I'd highly recommend like listen along and like uh, read the lyrics as well next time. Yeah. Um, also watch the color show. Oh, on that's YouTube. right. Yeah. He had a he had a color show. Um, he just released it not so long ago, mm-hmm. and it's really nice because he has like um, he's holding like a bouquet of flowers, in in the color show. It's really pretty. You know what? Um, maybe that's a symbolism. To, yeah. yeah I like didn't think about flowers. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't think about that. But um, yeah, it's it's kind of like the way he like the the production of the song. Um, it's kind of like opposite of to what um, he's like conveying in the lyrics. I feel like uh, it, it, it's it's interesting um, when when you have like a theme of you know grief and then you up, you put it next to like a song that's sort of upbeat. Um, and he's featuring Tori Moi, who's usually like his his music is really like you know like dance feel and you just want to yeah. dance to it. Um, and so it's it's interesting that. Um, that he put those two together, and I and I think that just shows again like his strengths as an artist and as a producer. Um, so yeah, that was that was dark and handsome. Um, these next two tracks, I'm gonna put them together just because they sound way better when you play them together. So that's um, Benzo and Birmingham. Um, just before we we go into you know to those tracks, Benzo is re- it's a really great track, really nice like just a nice feel. Um, and the music really video nice is nice. Feel. Yeah, yeah, there's like, uh, is it a cello? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful, yeah. especially like right at the opening of the, of the mm-hmm. track. Like you, y'all will hear it in mm-hmm. a second. Yeah, and it follows Birmingham, which we'll go into a little bit um, after the, the those tracks end. But um, yeah, uh, Benzo it has like like the, you were saying the cello part, and it just reminded me of just like. Um, Blood oranges or Dev Dev Hines is like um, influences. He when he was growing up, he played a lot. Of, he played cello. Um, he was influenced by classical music, and it's interesting when like he puts those two together. Um, so yeah, these next two tracks are um, Benzo and Birmingham. On the spotlight. On the spotlight. That is confident to me. Dear peace, 
That was Birmingham by Blood Orange. Previously, we had Benzo. Um, just a quick thing about Benzo. I don't know if you noticed, but like that transition between Benzo and Birmingham, it's like an abrupt stop. It <laughs> like, like almost cuts off. Yeah, it cuts. Yeah. yeah, it cuts off. And if you look at the music video, it's like it just stops. Like the music just stops, and then and it goes into dialogue. Um, but um, yeah, it's just an abrupt ending. And I, I think I, that again goes to show like what a mixtape is. It's really just like rough. Um, tracks that you know don't necessarily have an ending, and and if you notice a lot, a lot of the tracks on on Angel's Pulse really end abruptly. They don't have like a they don't fade out like you know like a lot of like conventional songs they sort of fade out. Um, but no. And a lot of the tracks are also really short. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all have been keeping track, but everything <laughs> that we've played so far has been under three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that just goes to show just how. Right. I guess like this is you know these are these are Blood Orange's leftovers and yeah. that's not necessarily a bad thing right. I think like him putting putting this album out is um, 
you know, um, he's sort of saying that they're still worth something. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like a, a quick thing to add on too, especially with like Dark and Handsome. Um, he when he had like an interview with Apple Music, he had said something along the lines as like, "It's uh, the the mixtape is a stream of consciousness diary entry, and that sort of like just shows with all the tracks. Like, um, he's basically like just putting everything out there and his thoughts and just what he's going through, and he's putting them in these to these tracks, not necessarily in a specific order like his previous records." But just like out there, you know, like when you, when you write, you just write. You write from the heart, and that's kind of what he's doing here. And I think, like you know, that goes to show on the album itself, where I think there are a lot of like the topics vary. Like um, you know, we just heard Benzo followed by Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Birmingham is about um, a very specific mm-hmm. incident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these church bombings that happened in Birmingham, Alabama in 1963 mm-hmm. as a result of a white supremacist mm-hmm. terrorist attack. Um, and, you know, Dark and Handsome is about, um, you know, a very personal topic of yeah. like grief and suicide. Right. Um, and, you know, I guess what sort of ties all of these um, tracks together is the fact that they are you know, floating around mm-hmm. in Blood Orange's head. Mm-hmm. That these are these are his thoughts. Mm-hmm. These, these are his feelings. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of what ties them all together, really. Right. Um, yeah. No. That, like, that's definitely hundred percent very accurate. Like I, I even he's like I think when, like he said it in an interview as well. Or he's like, um, I don't make political music, but when I am sort of writing these songs, they they become political. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't necessarily go out there and is doing this um, in that sense, but just because of like who, like he he says it like you know being a queer um, a, a queer black person you know in in the society like he you're gonna face a lot of you know your your existence is is really politicized and so like he he says that that his music isn't necessarily he doesn't come from that but it turns into that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and and like you kind of see that with like Birmingham and like Dark and Handsome um, sort of sort of so um, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, those are three of my favorite tracks so far of, of of that record. Let's talk about Benzo for a little bit. Like, um, I think I said this when we were like, like when our mics were off and mm-hmm. the song was playing. I said this to Aaron. This is a really like blood orange track. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, that's true. It is like it, um, it kind of like reminds me of like Negro Swan, um, a lot. I I think I feel like this is probably a song that was gonna make. Negro song, but didn't make mm, it. I think it's, I think it's a cut because yeah. like a lot of art. I don't know if you know like a lot of artists. What they do is they make a record. They make a lot of songs. Uh, for example, I'm thinking of like JPEG Mafia or something. He says he's made like 96 tracks for his upcoming album, and he's only using 96. like like 30 something or not not even that. Probably less than that. And so it just shows like I feel like a lot of artists their processes are different. Of course, like I think James Blake said he he makes like about roughly the amount that he puts out in records, but. Um, sometimes they don't make it, and sometimes these uh, these songs don't make it. And they they don't come out at all, and so like the fact that you know Blood Orange you know is using the, his his stuff to put it in a mixtape is pretty cool. And I think that's also something very vulnerable. I mean, like mm-hmm. you know, like there are a lot of vulnerable topics mm-hmm. like in this, um, like in the content of the of the tracks themselves. But just the fact of like I don't know, like uh, the idea of like putting your leftovers out mm-hmm. there, like putting out the stuff that wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be on like the actual record you were. Um, planning to release, I feel like you know that takes guts. Yeah, no, it, you it does. know, if that wasn't good enough to make it onto your <laughs> album, then like, are people gonna yeah. like it? You yeah. Know? Um, no. Yeah. I, again, that just shows like how like um, 
I don't know, like his his artistry just like has progressed throughout. Like he, I'm like he even said like he doesn't, he has never put out a mixtape, so this is just like all new, and he just did it, and so like it's, um, it's interesting just to see how it came out and how it like flourished, like flourished into that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that energy. I also, that um, watch the music video for Venzo yeah. if you haven't already. It's really good. I won't say much. There's like <laughs> uh, Victorian yeah. costumes and like wigs. wigs. It's really, it's really nice. I like the makeup is amazing too. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. the makeup. <laughs> um, there's there's a cello in it. Yeah. Um, Blood Orange himself is in it. It's just great. Everybody mm. looks amazing. I think um, Ian Isaiah is in it too. He's um, the main um, the main persona in, in the video, and he he's uh, featured in a lot of tracks on this record, like Birmingham, um, and a lot of other ones as well. Um, but yeah, this next track that we're gonna play is Berlin. Um, I don't remember exactly what what position it is in the record, but it also it also features Ian Ian Isaiah and and, and some uh, someone called Porches. Um, but he, cool, uh, funny enough, he made this song in Berlin, so it's funny. Oh, he's also <laughs> um, got another track on there called Florence, Baby Florence. Yeah, and he made that one in Florence. Yeah. Um, but he made it in Berlin, and he finished it, I think, in Helsinki or something like that. And he was—that's when he was in—he was on his Europe tour. So, um, Berlin. I just really like this song. It's really nice. It's—it's it's nice to like dance around. So, yeah, Berlin by Blood Orange. On the spotlight. Listening to the spotlight on WGMU, you just heard Berlin by Blood Orange. Um, yeah, that's just one of my, my, my one of my uh, chill chill uh, tracks off my favorite chill tracks off of that off of that record. It's just nice and chill. I think um, a lot of them are just like yeah. nice and chill. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I listen to a little bit of Negro Swan as like a reference. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And like these, you know, these these tracks really are like they're a little more rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. They're not as like. 
I guess like refined as um What's your favorite what's your favorite song off of that record? Off of Negro Swan? Mm-hmm. I think Charcoal Baby. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you? I like Saint. Saint's really nice. I think it's one of my favorite ones. It's just the way it transitions into that track too is really nice. Um but yeah. yeah. Thanks you to everybody who's listening. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, thanks, Danny. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, Elise. Um, hey, if you're listening, like tag us on Instagram yeah. at Ultra Dog 2004. Yeah, Don't tweet ask at why, us. But <laughs> <laughs> tweet at us. Yeah, that's yeah. I, the more the more fans, the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, we're gonna we're gonna end off um, An- Angel's Pulse with this last track, and it's happiness. Um, happiness is um i think a really a really just a really nice track i don't know how to put it it's just a really nice track um and just like before we go into a little more just like just listen to angel's pulse and and if you haven't listened to blood orange i would um i would say listen to probably negro swan first and then go into angel's pulse um Freetown sound yeah also very good right um keep it deluxe also listen to that good stuff um but yeah, I think one of my, I think my favorite uh, track off of this record I can't play is Gold Teeth. Um, um, it's very explicit, so I can't play it. But it's a really great track, and it's like sort of reminds me a lot of like um, Three Six Mafia and a lot of like hip hop. And again, that shows like just the mixtape like aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. he had different like sort of genres, and like he says like. Um, sort of his music is kind of genreless and where he just like makes stuff just to make it and i think a lot of artists are sort of leaning towards that genreless you know title um because like there's so much you can experiment with and so much you can do you know like especially i feel like with like the internet and stuff like you can listen to mm-hmm. anything you can find anything and so like people's influences <laughs> hey. are all coming together um, um no yeah yeah 100 percent um, but yeah, this next track, I want to read this real quick. He, um, when he was talking or when, when he was, when he was being interviewed by Apple music, he, uh, talked a little bit about each track. And so I'm reading this sort of expert that he, that he said about happiness. And I really like this expert. I'm gonna read it right now. It's, it goes, um, I wrote these last two songs, meaning, um, happiness and today at the exact same time. And I finished them at the exact same time. To me, they feel like a coda to this chapter as a whole. I was getting to the end of whatever I was working through, five or six months of the deep emotional processing and wanted to represent that. The lyrics on the happiness aren't supposed to feel gloom. It's more that when you realize a lot of things in life don't matter, it's freeing. It means you can focus on doing things for yourself, for your loved ones, you can be purposeful. That to me is the angel's pulse. And that, I just, I just love that. I just, I really love that quote. It's like, um, it may sound like the song may sound gloomy, but there's a brighter message. And it goes again back to like dark and handsome where he like, he's putting these two like sort of things against each other, production versus message. And, um, I just, I just really like that quote. And I like that part where he's like, it's, this is Angel's Pulse. Like, you know, this, this, you know, um, moment in, in this mixtape is Angel's Pulse. So it's really nice. I don't know if you have anything. I think it says a lot about like the project as Mm -hmm. a whole. Um, yeah. And I think it also says a lot about like grief itself. Um, yeah. And what it looks like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Blood Orange says said it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he basically just said it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're, yeah, I mean, I guess we can play it so I can give it a listen and, and just like, you know, just feel it um, and listen to like the message that he's trying to convey. Um, again, it's not necessarily something that you're supposed to feel gloomy about it, but it's like, um, yeah, there, there's an underlying message of growth. I feel like in, in that in that and an underlying message message of just like some things in life don't necessarily matter. 
um, and trying to find purpose in you know in, in your own life. And I think that's what Blood Orange um, is trying to convey. So, yeah, this last track before before we go in is, is happiness. I'm gonna um, talk a little Are bit about do a little transition. A little transition. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan that out this time. Remember last time? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> It's okay. We will get it next ne- week. Yeah. Next week. Next, next week, week. Next week. Um. But yeah. So. But um. After happiness, we're gonna start our second record of the week. It's my record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It's Apollo Twenty One by um, Steve Lacey. Um. Yeah. You're gonna hear two tracks off of the album. Uh, their basement Jack, followed by Only If. Um. So yeah, that's what you'll hear after um, happiness plays through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, any concluding thoughts about Angel's Pulse? Po- yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a great mixtape. Go give it a listen. It's, um, I think it was one of my favorite like projects of the year as well, just cause I'm, and I know it's like, again, it's a mixtape. So it, people tend to like, not, not, not see it as like up there with like other projects, but I still think that it's, it, it does have a lot of themes. It does sort of have like, um, parts of what an album is supposed to have. Um, and so I, I think. I think it's a great mixtape and one of my favorite projects of 2019. So go give it a listen. Give it a um, listen. And yeah, this is Happiness by um, Blood Orange. On the spotlight.
Before that, you, it was we started out uh, Apollo Twenty One with Basement Jack, and before that, we closed out um, with Happiness from Angels Pulse. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, my my record of the week is Apollo Twenty One by Steve Lacey. It came out I think early in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember mm-hmm. it was still actually actually. So our last episode of last season. Oh, that's right. Um, only real fans will remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. But uh, for our last episode of this season, we actually did a single that um, Steve Lacey released in anticipation of yeah. Apollo Twenty One. It was Inside. I was actually Inside, oh. Inside. Um. <laughs> so good. Oh, I was like really debating like. Hey, baby. Um, <laughs> 
um yeah listen to the song if you don't remember it this is this is part where he leaves a, 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 vo- a voicemail um it's really good <laughs> it starts over hey baby <laughs> but um yeah um so apollo 21 came out earlier this summer it um is steve lacy's second project after um his uh the last like solo project which he released um i think like three years ago mm-hmm. it was steve lacy's demo um for those of you who are unfamiliar um that was his first ever project and he actually made most of it on his iphone oh that's right yeah I remember yeah that. and he was only 18 yeah yeah um steve lacy's like a really young artist like um he turned 21 this year but he hey. um has oh it's like someone else uh, someone else in the studio oh. who is it <laughs> um yeah he turned 21 this um this past year but he's had a lot of experience like mm-hmm. um as a musician mm-hmm. um he joined uh the internet which is this music group they have sort of have like a like a r&b mm-hmm. like funk sort mm-hmm. of sound he joined yeah, them um his sophomore year of high school Oh, I actually know that. Yeah, he wow. he joined them his sophomore year of high school. Actually, like how he got into playing guitar was that he was really into Guitar Hero, uh. and he was like, he was like, oh man, like I love this game. I might as well learn how to play the instrument. That's so cool. Yeah, and um, he got into the internet because um, he was in a high school band class mm-hmm. with um the younger brother of Thundercat. What? Hmm. Yo, I actually didn't know. That's cool. What, what, what was I doing sophomore year of high school? I was I know. marching band, marching band boy. <laughs> I was a speech and debate girl. We oh. don't, I don't want to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> the past is in the past. Um, but yeah, so he's he's this really young artist. And, and something I love about Apollo 21 is that this is really like like one of his first projects mm-hmm. like that he made like all in his own um it's it's really um yeah. it's really all about him yeah. um and you hear that a lot um like throughout that's i think that's something that rings true throughout the entire um album and right. and one um one like theme that you see throughout that you right. know this music is for him this music is about how he feels and he's just sharing that with yeah. all of us he's sort of like letting us into his world um but yeah like yeah. what do you think of basement jack Oh, I like Basement Jack. It's a really nice song. It's really chill. <laughs> um, it's a uh, yeah. I really, I really like those two songs. Um, only if and Basement. I wish, I wish only if was longer. I wish only if was wish longer only too. If was longer. Yeah. What, but what, what, what do you think about those two tracks? I love Basement Jack. It's like, it's such a good song to like yeah. listen to like when you're in the car. Yeah. And it's just like a lot. It's like it's just a lot of fun. Um, I he's actually gonna be here in DC I October, <laughs> but like we're seeing a concert that same weekend, and I'm also going to a wedding that same weekend. Yeah. So, um, we're already booked. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Um, um I I would have I would love to see that song live. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, only if also is I think speaks a lot to um, the idea that like Apollo Twenty One is really for Steve Lacey. It's mm-hmm. really for himself, mm-hmm. um, and he's just like sharing it with us. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of his work, like I said, has been collaborative, and that's amazing. You know, he's worked yeah. with artists like Blood Orange. He's worked with Tyler, Mark, Tyler. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's worked with everyone, and so oh, Vampire Weekend. That's right. He also worked with Vampire Weekend with some uh, Sunflower. Mm-hmm. Good, rec- good, good song. Good, good record song. too. Good record. Yeah. And um, so you know, only if he's he has that line where he you know, 
where he says that like if I could travel yeah. through time, like that mm-hmm. one, that that one if hit. I could travel through time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts. So, um, yeah, um, that's so that was only if, and that was Basement Jack. Uh, I've got more tracks for y'all. Um, the next one that you're about to hear is another single that we um, that he released um, before Apollo 21. It's called Playground. Playground. This is a good one. You're all gonna like this one. This one's a lot of fun. <laughs> I like this one a lot. It's um, it's also really upbeat. And I think it. I think like Playground sounds really different than anything that's on Steve Lacey's demo. Mm. Um, yeah. That's one thing I think that really stands out to me about Apollo 21 is that it sounds so different from anything from the internet and it sounds so different from anything um yeah. off of steve lacy's demo there's a lot of like groove yeah there's a lot of funk yeah um playground for to me just has like a huge 70s vibe yeah um it's a lot of fun it's really great Steve Lacey did not he he yeah yeah he's just great, great. <laughs> um but yeah and then after after playground you're gonna hear lay me down that one is um a little slower um yeah, you're, you're, that's that's what you're going to hear. What's up, Yvonne? <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so up next, we've got Playground by Steve Lacey, followed by Lay Me Down on the Spotlight.
just heard Lay Me Down by Steve Lacey. You're listening to The Spotlight. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I just, oh, man, I love this album. It, it really makes me mad that <laughs> not a whole lot of other people like this album. I, it got, I think, like, critically, yeah. it was, like, a lot of people said it was, like, you know, it's, like, rough around it's the edges. Okay. Like, Steve Lacey doesn't really know, like, what he wants, like, with this album and some and stuff. Um, but yeah. at least that's at least what Pitchfork said. I mean, um, Fantano said something similar. Right. Yeah. It feels very like unrealized. Um, but you know, I think, I don't know, like this, like, like I said earlier, this is, um, you know, Steve Lacey hasn't done a whole lot of, um, solo work and the bulk of, um, the music he's made has been collaborative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, you know, he's still... He's still getting there. Yeah, and, and he is really into too, so. Right. Yeah. And he's, I, I personally think he's he's had a great start. Um, yeah, Playground <coughs> is a lot of fun. <laughs> I love Playground. What do you think? Yeah, no, I love Playground. I remember um, I remember when we listened to Playground, it, they had just released, I think we, I forgot what concert we had just come from. Super Organism. Yeah, it was Super Organism, and he had released, he had released Playground, and um, we just listened to it in the car, and it was just nice. It was a really nice song just to chill and, like, listen to it. It was a good um, summer song. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I I really like this record too. Um, I think um, a manless interlude is is one of my favorite tracks just for various reasons. Um, <laughs> um, but what? Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's just it's just one of my favorite tracks. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's such just, a beautiful song. Uh huh. Yeah, it is. Um, I I think on like when i i had played around with like that that song and um because it's a it's a song like that you can easily add instruments to um and so like i had added some stuff to that song and just on my free time i was like bored and, and it's, a, it's just a really nice song yeah um if you haven't heard it like there are no lyrics mm-hmm. in the song mm-hmm. um it's just like an instrumental um at the beginning there's a little um there's a little like sound clip of Steve and I I, I assume a manless yeah, yeah, Stenberg. Yeah. Um and they're just like talking and they're talking about music. They're like tuning a violin, I think. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, it's really nice. Um and just like the melody is really beautiful and um instrumental. I really like like sort of like the orchestral part of it. Um and yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I I think a lot of people didn't give the this uh, the album the attention that it deserved. I think it for like to s- i think again like steve lacy coming off of like different collabs and like sort of futures he, he doesn't really have like uh, a record that like is all him and i think this is him like this is all him like this record is all him and i really like that yeah yeah and after playground we heard lay me down which um yeah I, I, one you know and and this was a theme like i feel like um Steve Lacey's sexuality is a huge theme mm-hmm. on um, this record. Like, you know, it, it comes up in Basement Jack. It comes up in Playground. It, I, th- I think, it, except for, I think, explicitly, it comes on like all of the tracks we've played so far, except for only if. Um, yeah, right. it's just like, and I think that's you know, this speaks a lot to how important that is mm-hmm. to like an individual and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah. I think in an interview with Zane Lowe, I think it was Zane Lowe, maybe it was someone else, but um, on Apple Music, he said, um, like, sort of, this was like a coming of age. This, this is a coming of age record, and so this is him, like, 
um, realizing what his place is in, in, you know, what his place is in life and sort of navigating that. And, and through that, he made um, Apollo 21. And um, yeah, I think this is it's a great way. It's a great coming of age record, I feel like. Um, I agree. Yeah. And his his promotion too for the record was really cool. I think um, that sort of like or, uh, orange theme going around is really nice. Um, I, it, I like it. Yeah. All that, like the album cover, mm-hmm. and like he's released like photos from that like mm-hmm. shoot, and they all look they all look amazing. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Yeah, he's got his little guitar with him. He's wearing these like really great boots. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. His just fit. His fit is really nice. Our um, king. In in the, in that in the album cover, but yeah, I really I really enjoyed this record too. It was a really great summer record. I think I would play it a lot. Um, during the summer, earlier in the summer. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. It's Apollo 21. Yeah. That was my record. Give it a listen. Um, yeah, give the whole thing a listen. <laughs> listen to Amanda's interlude. I was, like, really debating um, putting it in. Even, like, literally, like, two hours before <laughs> we were supposed to get on air, I really um, was thinking about, like, switching up um, my mix and, like, what was like, what I was going to play. Yeah. Um, it's just so beautiful. The whole thing is really great. Um, guide, really good track. I... I was gonna name more tracks, and then I realized that I would just be naming the entire album in addition <laughs> to what what I just played. So just go ahead, and just give it a listen. Listen to it yourself, and listen to his like other stuff too. I um like I really like that that feature he has on um on Sunflower by Vampire Weekend. Um, the stuff his stuff with the internet is really nice. Um, his demos are really nice. So give this stuff a listen. Yeah. yeah. Good guy. We love him. Also, he's Filipino. Not a lot of people know that. That's right. Yeah. He's Filipino. Mm-hmm. We love that. We love presentation. <laughs> we do. Um, but yeah, that was Apollo Twenty One. Thanks yeah. for listening. Listening to the whole album. Yeah. Um, um, before before we go into like our last singles, um, we're, and we're gonna introduce those singles, which are really, uh, I yeah, I really like these singles. Um, I'm gonna ask you a quick question, or like I guess not really a question, but um. Are you excited for these concerts that we're about to go to? We're about to see so <laughs> many concerts. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think uh, our, the next one, the first one that we're going to see um, is on September 21st, it's Saturday. Tyler. Tyler, the Creator. Tyler, the Creator. Maryland. Somewhere in Maryland. Columbia, I think. I think. I might be incorrect. I don't know. Somewhere. Um, but I'm excited for that one. I'm really excited for that one. I'm really excited I've been for seeing, that one. like, a lot of, like, promotion for it. I just people, like, tweeting about it, and it looks really fun. Um, his so his whole like character of Igor to me it fascinates me so um, I'm I'm excited. It's gonna be great. Um, I think it'll be the biggest concert that I've that I've been to. Yeah, I'm gonna mosh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, what's the next concert you're going to? Uh, following that, we're gonna be seeing Injury Reserve. Ooh. Um, at Milk Art House. Yeah, somewhere like in College Park, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's gonna be a really small venue. Tickets were dumb cheap. Yeah. They were like fifteen dollars. Yeah. Honestly, guys, like, look, like, tickets can be cheap if you if you look for them. So just quick tip. <laughs> and then what's what's after Injury Reserve? What's after Injury Reserve? Actually, what is after Injury Reserve? We're Vic- s- Victor Internet. Oh yeah, Vic- Victor Internet. We're seeing right. Victor Internet. Victor Internet. That, I'm excited for that one too. I'm really excited. That one's He's also going to be a really small mm-hmm. um, show. He opened for Kuko um, during Kuko's tour this that, past like, summer. Yeah, this past yeah. summer, um, he was one of his openers, actually for the DC show. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, now he's on his own tour. Hmm. What are we seeing after that? I, I'm forgetting the list right now. Um, but like <laughs> all of these, all of these, all of these concerts, by the way, are like a week 
from a party. Yeah. So after yeah, we yeah, see yeah. Tyler the Creator, like next the week after that is um, Dingy Reserve. Reserve, and then Victor Internet, Victor and then Caracara Bonito. Yes, KKB. KKB. And then I think the week after that is Claro, right? No. I think Claro. No, I think there might be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Claro, and then the day after Claro, Aaron's gonna go. I'm gonna see, go see Black, Black Nitty, which I'm really excited for. Um, yeah, just keep your eyes. Uh, or yeah, just yes, <laughs> I'm excited for Black yes. Nitty. So, um, keep an eye out for um the social media because I'm gonna be posting a lot about that. Um, actually, I think Claro's not until like later. Yeah, I feel like Claro's not until November. Yeah, yeah. But then like all the other ones are in October. Right, right, right. Um, so I think we have a little break between KKB. And then in November, later in November, we're going to be seeing Brockhampton. Jabari be buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see Brockhampton. It'll be Aaron's second time seeing Brockhampton. That's right. I saw them last year. Um, the, the Iridescence tour, um, which is really dope. And it's the same venue, the Anthem. I think that that was a really cool performance, but they're doing, I'm pretty sure they're going to do a lot more of Ginger stuff, so. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. They're going to wear those, like, funny suits. <laughs> those reflective little-looking suits, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are these uh what's our so we broke the rules a little bit it's not our single of the week it's our singles of the singles. week singles <laughs> uh what are they well i mean like they are i mean he did release them as singles that's true but there yeah, i guess there's two there's songs, two songs. But, <laughs> <laughs> um it's uh roy blair's graffiti so he uh released um uh this like mix that he made on apple music i'm mentioning apple music so much today um mm-hmm. i think i i should what do you listen to your music on spotify no i'm kidding i use <laughs> apple music um yeah, I just I don't know. I like it. I like it. I, I, I like I like listening to the Beats one. It's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, no. Roy Blair um had an interview with Zane Lowe and he released like a mix of songs. And then uh, I think the following few days he released Graffiti, which is like three track three three tracks off of them. Um, but this the the first track they're gonna listen to. Um, he actually performed at the concert that we went to earlier this year. So we saw him mm-hmm. last April. We met him. And we met him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we met him. We have a picture with him, and yeah. the picture is really bad, and it's really blurry. And um, we're both really sweaty. And I had actually yacked in the bathroom oh, before right. getting into the merch line so that we could meet. They him. didn't want to let you back in. I remember that. No, the guy was yeah. really nice though. I think he had like he was just like so tired of dealing with all. There are like a million teenagers at yeah. this show. Yeah. And I was really nice to him, and I also wasn't twelve, so <laughs> he was like, "Okay, I'm not supposed to let you back in, but I'll let you back in." Yeah. Oh man, but. Yeah, that that was a fun experience. I that remember was, that show. That was really fun. Yeah, and when he performed that song, he opened with this song, Never Bad Play, so it was really cool. Um, but yeah, um the the next song they were gonna or the next two songs is um I don't know about him and Fantasia. These are the last two songs of the week. But um but yeah, thank you all for just for tuning in. Thank um you so much. this means a lot to us. Uh this is really fun for us and we just enjoy, you know, just like putting new music out there or just like music that we enjoy um and out there. And just talking about <laughs> it. It's really fun. But um, yeah, uh, tune in next week, same time, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., um, spotlightwgmu.radio.com, where we talk about music yeah. and our favorite records. Ultra Dog 2004. <laughs> yeah, follow us on I social media. I won't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. But yeah, cool. Yeah. Have a great week, guys.
on the bridge And I don't know about him Ooh. And I don't know about Clothes on, I think nothing is broken I've been living in the moment Not the past that you've stolen And I didn't ask for closure On this Saturday morning But the rain has been pouring I got bags of explosives And I'm pouring that I never back down Yeah, you noticed that I'm holding back now Yeah, I've noticed that I'm holding back now But you're over that I still cases on the side to Tokyo, London, anywhere but LA Yeah, never felt like home, I get more jaded by the day Wait, by the fucking phone and if I had it my own way It'd be some bridges left on fire The next door got barbed wire And next time I get more high I'ma be who the fuck I want I shadow in my eyes low Need something to save my soul Where you go when you need hope? Breathing deep when I lose control But I, but I but I got it all back from that man and I don't Competitive All of my friends are 
Yeah, yeah, 
all you can be yourself No crowd you king You can live down here You can buy down here I'm asking questions I shouldn't Honestly You've been answering You're answering I think I'm better Take it better Take it better 